this won't last long. The weekly podcast where I talk about my personal life, my creative life, and some new media that's out there. Now, last weekend, there was a lot, a lot of new media. A lot. (laughs) Starting with channel update. Straight up nothing, dude. I, this is last week, I mean, I was already kind of taking like a slight break. I, I was, um, I was just like straight up binging like Daredevil, um, until my sister got COVID. Yeah, she got it, and then, you know, isolating with her and whatnot was fine. And then suddenly I, I think it was like the second day that I was binging Daredevil. Um, I just like I was extremely achy, and um, yeah, kind of just the kind of just achy. I think my throat was hurting a bit too, but I kind of just thought it was because the night before I couldn't really sleep much. Um, I just didn't get enough sleep the night before. Um, the Monday or Tuesday or whatever the, or Tuesday it must have been, the night before Tuesday. Um, so, I, I thought it was just lack of sleep. But little did I know, I had the COVID as well. Um, I have it. I was literally gonna go to work the next fucking day. Um, and Saturday, and Sunday, and, uh, now I can't, obviously, so, that sucks, because no money, so, shit, (laughs) um, yeah, no money from those three shifts, which sucks, um, yeah, Uh, the worst of it now is just being stuck in this fucking room, so, that's fun, but hey, I mean, at least, you know, vaccinations and boosts, and my booster and everything, it doesn't have to be two weeks, you know what I'm saying, it doesn't have to be this event like it was when COVID was first starting out like when COVID was first starting out COVID was first starting out when you got it um I know from experience because some of my family some of my family got it and we had to isolate and also just you know the lockdown things um like yeah like back when COVID was first starting out if you got if you had to isolate it was like two weeks and then like it like, a, a cough was like a, I think somebody, I think like a comedian I know said this or something. And, like, people have been quoting it ever since, like, a, ever since 2020. Um, a cough or a sneeze is like a gunshot, um, which is very accurate and still is to some extent. Obviously not to the extent that it was then still to some extent it feels like that 
Yeah, my, my, my point with that being at least I'm not in that situation or in that time um, because I think then there was no second uh, vax there was no booster so my symptoms would have been way way worse uh, that time that time being like when the when some of my family got COVID, like I was saying, was I think like December-ish, 2021, around then. Um, so, um, yeah, that, that sucked, but at least I'm, I didn't get it then. Literally just feels like a cold, which I haven't felt in a long time. All this time, I thought it would never uh, get me because it hasn't in these two years. It's not like I'm breaking some heroic, legendary streak of never getting sick or something. It's just like, damn, thought it would never get me, but it got me. Whatever. Or I, I really just had to force myself to fucking watch YouTube and stuff, because I can't really make anything in here until <clears throat> I realized that I could just grab my technology from downstairs and bring it up here, and yeah, I totally thought I could not stream tonight with this stupid, stupid setup, but I, I am, look at me, uh, I am now, so there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, am I ever gonna stream here again? Fuck no. If you saw the surrounding area, you would agree. Yeah, that, and then I realized that I could also make a couple of things in here. I could make. This idea I had for, like, I think I said this last time, um, last episode, but, like, a TikTok reactions thing, I thought I could look at my favorites on the desktop version, but apparently I can. I can only view my liked, which I've, uh, discovered today. So that sucks. But, um... It'll probably take a little bit longer to make, but it'll still be a fun video to make, I think. But and the other thing that I realized I could make up here uh, was the other thing. Oh yeah, and and then just editing this podcast after this, um, and then that that would be it. Oh right, sorry. Uh, COVID day one. To five of isolation, kind of like a vlog thing. I was like, oh yeah, I could totally do that because that's really easy to make. You know, you just, I just vlog. Oh yeah, and the, and I discovered that I can stay a little more sane because 
my mom was like, okay, yeah, you can go in the basement and work out using, like, gloves and a mask and stuff. Uh, yeah, so, like, I, I just can't go outside on, like, walks and things. So that sucks, but it makes sense. I don't want to get anyone with <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, a, a little bit shorter. On the shorter side of personal and creative, but... Yeah. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. So now, we will go through all the things from San Diego Comic Con, the infamous... Um... San Diego held event that Marvel goes to every, on average, I would say like four years. The last one was like 2019. The one before that was 2014. So on and so forth. So. It's five, three, it's four. Even outside of Marvel and DC. Uh, from Comic-Con this year. So, first off, uh, it was before Comic-Con, but the John Wick 4 trailer released. Um, it still kind of has like a comic book, or sorry, Comic-Con trailer, just because it was like along with the hype of Comic-Con trailers and stuff. So, whatever, I'll just put it there along with them. So, it looked fucking awesome. Um, I kind of felt bad not knowing who Donnie N. I feel like that's his, yeah, because people are saying it like that. Um, I feel bad not knowing who he is. And the guy who was fighting John with the sword and gun. And that's, I don't even, why, I don't even know why I did that. But the guy who was fighting John with the sword and the gun. Yeah, I'll just start with the things that outside of Marvel and DC um, that are relevant to me that I'm really excited for. But, um, yeah, so John Wick 4. I feel bad for not knowing who Don Ian is. Um, he looks really cool. Um, this whole movie looks really fucking cool. And then when, uh, when, um, what's the dude's name? Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's character um, turned to John and went, "You ready, John?" And then uh, Keanu did the classic, like, "Yeah!" Really cool trailer. The action, I mean, come on, it's fucking John Wick. Um, it looked amazing. I mean, that's pretty much it with John Wick. Um, with the other thing that was outside of Marvel and DC, the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Uh, trailer and panel, actually. The trailer looked amazing. Yes, it's a lot of CGI, CGI fest, whatever you call it, but you can't argue that. So if you're a fan of D&D, we're gonna love this movie. We're gonna love the shit out of this movie if we're fans of D&D, which I am. 
a D&D map on my uh, wall over there. Um, again, you can't see where over there is, but it is camp, and that's how I got into D&D. Um, I played every year at camp for two years. Um, we had a campaign, campaign, campaign every uh, week, which is every year. So we had a campaign for every year I was there, which is two years. So I had I experienced two full campaigns, and then I experienced a little bit of one um, a long time after with my with one of my camp friends and some of his friends. But then that kind of fell off, and then I tried to start one with the guy named Thomas, who I have mentioned before in my videos and podcasts and whatnot. Uh, we're definitely going to go see this. D&D um, is a big part of my life, and I'm going to love this movie so goddamn much. Um, does it need to emotionally connect with me? No. Does it need to make me laugh? Kinda. Does it need to make me cry? No. Does it need to make... I just said that. Does it need to make me go, holy shit? Kinda. <laughs> Did it already make me say holy shit with the trailer? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it just... It just looks great, man. Like... And... Again, I, I kind of felt bad for not knowing what an owl bear is. Um, after watching some videos, I, I got the gist. Yeah, man, I, I'm excited. Uh, with um, with the panel, sooner or later, it won't be Kevin Feige who's there. Uh, the people of my generation will live past him. With the panel, everyone came out, all the cast and everything, and um, Carl, Carl did great hosting the panel, by the way. Um, you know, he was obviously reading off a script. Come on, it, it was the it was the boy's first time, and um, the fuck, it sounds like I'm speaking from experience. It was the boy's first time. No, i never been, but just... Um, you know, I've done smaller things, like public speaking and stuff, and it sucks. But um, you know, he, he was reading off a script, and he 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 um, detached from it every so often, and you know, he, he did well, and good for him. And I hope Comic Con continues to. Let these content creators and stuff be at these things. It's, it's good to see. But yeah, all the cast came out from as their like kind of uh, classes, like Chris Pine, uh, or no, no, not really actually. The only really Michelle Rodriguez as the barbarian because she like kind of did like a Jedi role. I call it a Jedi role because that's kind of what it's known as. She rolled out, like, an attack roll, and then she, like, did, like, a gun thing, like, like that, <laughs> at the crowd. 
and she laughed at herself, and then, uh, but Chris Pine was the first cast member to enter the room, um, and then he, like, he just, like, ran out, straight up ran out, and then, like, and screamed, and then, like, screamed, uh, San Diego, um, and I don't know if he screamed Hall H, I don't even know if they were in Hall H, but I, I just remember he screamed San Diego, and then, um, it was kind of funny with Reggae Jean Page, I think that's how you say his name. Um, because everyone else's entrances, like, the, the, the first two entrances, like, Michelle and, or Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez, I think were the, like, fun, the fun ones. It, they all seemed like a great cast. They were talking about playing D&D together. I mean, just, this panel gave off that this movie is going to be fun as fucking time. And they had fun making it. And, I mean, it has, one, like, the one of the writers is, like, one of the main guys from Freaks and Geeks. I mean, if that's not a sign that it's going to be a fun time, what else is? Oh, I know what else is. Chris Pine screaming, yeah, San Diego. I think that's a sign that apparently there's been... D&D movies attempted to be done in the past. I had no idea about this. Um, I haven't done some research into it. I won't watch them. Because um, everyone who has talked about this has said that they're bad, so I won't watch the older D&D movies. But I know that people talking about this, about this one, I've said that it looks like much better than those older ones. That's going to be it for the stuff that's outside of Marvel and DC. And with DC, like, Black Adam and Shazam look fun. And I'm excited. But they didn't announce anything else. And yes, The Rock had one of the coolest entrances I've ever seen at Comic-Con in recent memory. But they didn't announce anything else. Anything else. And it's not like Marvel, where you have D23, where you can like save yourself and announce a shit ton more. No. Uh, DC doesn't have any other, like, Warner Bros. thing in September. They probably have another DC fandom sooner or later. Have they announced one? No. All we know is that they have Black Adam and Shazam 2. There's the Batgirl, mo the Batgirl movie that may potentially be coming to theaters instead of HBO Max. Hopefully. Um, we know there's... Flash movie, hopefully not. I still like the CW shows. Um, I mean, I, I only really watched The Flash. Because, I mean, at this point, I really just want to see how the show ends because I feel like season 9 is the last season. Because I, I feel like they wouldn't go too much, 
too many seasons above Arrow, you know, because they're already one above it. Um, there are already 12 episodes above it. I'm going to be one season above it after season 9, so if they don't stick the landing with season 9 and try to make a season 10, I swear to f Dude, that's going to be like a lot, that's going to be a lot of years of my life. A lot. Since 2014. Okay. A lot. And that's going to be annoying. To have to sit through another shitty villain. More shitty metas. We have other things coming with DC. They just didn't, for fucking some reason, um, have the balls to say anything. We also know there's Peacemaker Season 2. Um, which I, I love Peacemaker. Um, hopefully there's another Suicide Squad movie. Um, I wouldn't think James Gunn is even thinking about that at this point, but that would be awesome to see. And then, um, yeah, other things that I don't need to talk about. Just, d DC has more coming. Just, and I mean, the, the elephant in the room, Henry Cavill, I mean, Man, that that man cannot catch a break with Superman. Holy shit! I feel so bad for him. Um, yes, he's doing great with The Witcher, and I'm sure I'm sure other things. He's a celebrity. I'm sure he has other many other projects and things and whatever going on, and lots and lots of money. But um, this is a character he seemed to really love playing and that sucks that sucks for him that sucks for everybody involved in the making of him a superman and everybody watching him a superman on to marvel the black panther of kind of forever uh, uh everyone's seen the teaser at this point but the panel i mean uh, i almost uh, i almost cried when i saw all the artists like doing the Wakanda chant and drums and things because that was just really powerful and I was like wow I can't believe you know like if you if someone told me, like, I don't know, it's not even, like, before Civil War, like, before 2016, that we would have gotten, that we would get an entire, like, stage worth of African artists performing <laughs> at Comic-Con. Don't think I would have believed you. Yet it, it's important to these, to this character and everything, to have a celebration of, of culture, and that's really what's at the heart of these. About Panther, and I still almost cried when um when the director Ryan Coogler was talking about. Um, I'm not going to butcher the story by any means, but he was talking about how 
when I saw when they first saw the footage for the first movie, um, uh, Ryan could feel Chadwick's hand on his shoulder a few hours after the panel um, because he had big hands because <laughs> Chadwick got excited every time. Um, or the more and more the trailer played for Black Panther. And he could feel, like I said, his hand a few hours after. And he was saying that the artists playing the tribal music, um, he could feel Chadwick's hands on his shoulder right there. I think when I was watching, everybody in the crowd like went like, aww, like, and stuff. Um, me included. The music is a big part of these two trailers, of these trailers for the Black Panther movies. Because, um, you know, it highlights like black artists and stuff. So, with, with oh, man, the fucking editing for, I, I don't know well, at first, now I very much know the song, but um, No Woman, No Crime. But yeah, man, and honestly, I'm not mad at, um, at whatever choice they go with to acknowledge T'Challa like dying. Obviously, he's gonna die off screen, off screen. Um, but you know, if it's fucking food poisoning, I would like. I I don't care. I, I don't. Just as long as it's um, it's something unexpected, and. Like unknown, because it would then it would feel the same as Chadwick, because it was the same thing to the public. It was unknown that he was dying. You know, maybe it's the same here with T'Challa. I don't know. Either way, it looks really good, and it seems like they're gonna handle. His passing well. With phase five, starting off, we have Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Now, so Cassie was recast, which I'm not mad about. Um, I wasn't too attached to the girl who played Cassie for all of what, five minutes in Endgame? I don't really mind. <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, um, it, it, I feel like it's going to be very humbling for Scott Lang, who is apparently now a celebrity and wrote um, a book called, what was it? It was like, Look Out for, for the Little Guy, which was a funny title. And, um... Yeah, he, he has a massive, excuse me, he has a massive ego about saving the world, which I mean, technically he did, because without him none of Endgame would have happened, but it was the rat, it was the rat who turned on the machine, 
So there you go, Scott. You didn't save the world, the rat did. great. Um, apparently the footage showed obviously Scott being a dick. Scott being a dick, but then um, you know apparently Jail calls Scott about Cassie which I, wa I was watching New Rockstars and Eric was talking about damage control could be working with like the police in junction with the police like about like illegal young vigilantes or something like that. Maybe I don't know. But um that could be cool if you know young Avengers are already at play. Because I mean Yeah, after after She Hulk and Wakanda Forever not gonna have anything Marvel for shit like a while like a while or no actually shit no that's not even a while what am I saying like that's only a few months Never mind. yeah I feel like Kang is really gonna humble humble the shit as Scott but yeah people were saying they think Hank Pym is gonna die I don't think so I don't know uh <laughs> but yeah. yeah, and then Kang um, uh, says uh, says some cool lines. Apparently, apparently says like, "Oh, you're an Avenger. Have I killed you before?" And that was the big line, so I won't really say anything else. Um, but yeah, that that's such a cool fucking line. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, man, that's something like un that's under a year for Ant-Man, bro. Like, that's awesome. Like, under a year, bro. Um, I don't mind that he'll be like robotic, uh, looking like um, what's it called? Uh, like no face. I won't mind that with what a lot of people are saying with like that they hope they make him have a face like by the end they kind of take off that like, armor and stuff I kind of hope that's true as well but again I won't mind if it's kind of just like a cyborg kind of look like a robot look but either way it's fucking Modoc and that's awesome so yeah man really excited for this one with Secret Invasion. I'm excited for that as well. Um, there's going to be like some new characters in some of these things. Like, like if whoever Amelia Clark or um, Olivia Coleman, whoever those people are playing, I probably won't be too attached to them because they're just being introduced now. I don't know. It, 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 it looks really fun, so. And I'm excited to see more Fury, because we haven't seen him since. God. F 
far from home. <laughs> I think. But yeah. It's been a minute since we've seen him. And then with, um, with, I'm excited to see more Don Cheadle as Rhodey as well. Uh, yeah, excited to see more of those people. Don't know who um, who's gonna be a scroll and stuff. I don't know. Uh, I, I I really don't know to to expect from it. I'm just excited to see more of those characters again. With Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I don't know, man. Listen, the, the Guardians series feels too. Obviously, not for the people involved in making it. But for me and like kind of, I, I would think some of the audience, the general audience, it kind of feels too short. You know, they haven't, if you think about it, been in much. You know, like, yeah, they've had two stories, but that was, mind you, in the same year. That was in 2014. Um, not like a real world, but like in the universe. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2 were in the same thing. And now Volume 3 is a massive time jump from that, obviously with, you know, the group things at Infinity War and Endgame and Thor. They've seeing each other and things but they've done stuff and whatever but yeah man it, I don't know it, it feels too short or too early to, to cut it off to cut off the Guardian story at this point um, I, may, I may change my mind by the end of this movie and like kind of like a relook at all of the movies and stuff and like all the characters and things and, may, and maybe change my mind but um, before watching a movie like right now I don't know man it just, just seems too early it really does yeah space dog um Evolutionary from Peacemaker. Just excited for um, everyone. Seems um, really emotional about this movie. I don't think Rocket will die. I, I don't know. I don't know who will die. But then James was saying, like, doesn't mean everybody dies. In terms of like endings to stories. So I don't know. Adam Morlock is of course there. Which I'm excited for. Because that's been teased since the beginning of this franchise. And yeah Echo. Um, I mean. Wasn't really too invested in Maya's character. As Echo. But I'm excited for Daredevil. And Kingpin again. And then for Loki season 2. I mean man. Like. A lot of the 
Marvel shows felt like like an adventure every week. It, it felt like with the Marvel with a lot of the Marvel shows, mind you, a lot, not all of them, felt like you like the whole world was watching with you. Um, I think I think most I, I think most how do I fucking say that? I think that would apply to one division mostly. Because that was the first one, and that was just, like, everybody was such, like, nerds, like, wondering what was going to fucking happen next, and who's Ralph Boner, who's, uh, who's, who's Ralph, who's, where's, who's Quicksilver, oh, evolutionary coming out in costume at the panel, was awesome to see in the video, (laughs) and when I saw on Discussing Films Twitter, um, that he was saying, I'm going to dissect you all and see what I can learn. I thought that was just like a casual joking manner rather than how he actually said it at the panel, which was without Mike, mind you, screaming, managing to scream across the room of Hall H, of Hall H, um, I'm going to dissect you all and see what I can learn at full volume, full peak volume that sentence with without a microphone and he managed to reach fucking everyone in the room <laughs> so that scares me how good of a villain um that i mean that should be a sign that he's gonna be an amazing villain but um but yeah and then with uh this will follow kang still now i don't think we will see him much but yeah and then with marvel's The, the rumors that they're gonna be in a musical, I'm scared of. I mean, it's all about exec- execution, but I mean, no. <laughs> Either way, I am excited to see all the characters again. I really love Miss Marvel, and uh, I, I love Captain Marvel, and I love Photon, or whatever they're gonna name her. So yeah, real excited to see all those people again. And then maybe they'll catch up with Nick Fury? I would think so. So, yeah. And then with Blade, I mean, I, I, I just, I tend to love the, uh, whatchamacallit. What do you call it? The grounded, kind of broken, street-level heroes. That's why Spider-Man is... One of my favorites, probably my favorite. That's my Daredevils on my like, and I haven't really had a connection to Blade yet. Yes, I grew up with the movies when I was like really young, mind you. Sure, I'll have a connection. I just remember, I just remember Wesley Ship being badass in those movies. That's all I remember. Um, so I'm sure this is gonna be the same. I'm real excited, um, and obviously it's gonna be way higher budget and way more cool looking so I'm really excited for Blade and then with fucking um, the postcard scene for Eternals made me more excited when I heard it in the theater when it was like 
are you sure you're ready for that, Mr. Whitman? And, like, when he spoke to Dane. And then it was like, oh, shit. Um, and then, yeah, with, with Ironheart, I mean, fuck, man. Heard the concept art for the bulky Mark One suit in Wakanda Forever. Looks sick. Apparently it's made of car parts. I mean, if that doesn't scream Iron Man, well, let's be honest, we, we all live for more Tony. Even a blank meant like a brief mention of him. And then with uh, with Agatha, people are talking about Doctor Doom, which I'm excited for. Um, I'm excited for more magic. Just with Agatha as a character, I'm just not attached to her, you know? I'm excited for everything that this show explores in terms of like the MCU and like the world and like I said magic and potentially Doctor Doom and um, witchcraft and things. Clear for that, just I don't know. Maybe the show will change my mind on her. I don't know. She was great in WandaVision as a villain, but as like a person to get emotionally attached to as a character, I don't know. I don't know, maybe it'll change my mind. And I mean, Daredevil born again, do it, like, before I started watching, I started binging Daredevil, like I was saying. I was already hyped for this, because, but uh, with this, I just, I have to, because this is now a thing, Daredevil born again, so. Yeah, man, I, I was reading, like, immediately I, after I saw this, I, I searched up, because uh, I was watching videos, you know, and apparently this is like a famous like comic comic run by Frank Miller, who is um, who wrote like a lot of Batman stuff and is a famous Batman creator as well as Daredevil. Um, so that makes that gives me that gives me faith, because um, if you know Frank Miller, you know that he writes he writes dark ass shit. And you can't go too far, you can't fall too far from the tree um, when adapting a Frank Miller storyline. You're going to have to come close, at least, to, to the darkness. Even if it's, even if it's as half as dark as I'm sure the storyline was written because by Frank Miller, I'm sure it's going to be dark as shit. Yes, realistically, there's probably going to be some Disney stupid elements, but I'm sure it's going to be very, very limited. Man, I, I just really hope they um, they bring back Foggy and Karen as well. Because apparently Karen is a big part of the comic run. Apparently she like leaves Matt or something for like drugs or something. I don't know. But uh, nonetheless, it's fucking Daredevil. I'm excited. Speaking of street level heroes, Captain America is next. And as one who screamed uh, when he appeared in suit, and when they teased the suit at the end of episode eight, um, yeah, episode eight. Um, sorry, episode five. Episode five. Um, I'm sure I will be screaming with this one it looks it sounds so good like dude 
the the fact that Anthony Mackie has been talking for a long time about wanting like a solo or like more focused story on him or or like any of the or like his character of Sam Wilson uh, gives me faith because that means that he's gonna put his all into this. Bucky is gonna be in this, yeah. I I didn't make the face of Bucky. It's just like Sharon. I don't know, man. I, I don't really like Sharon Carter. I like all that she sets up as the power broker with, like, the Thunderbolts and stuff and Val and things. But I don't really like her as a character. I don't know, man. I don't really like her as a villain. I don't. I don't. But, yeah, and then straight after that political... Um, thrill ride, there's going to be another political thrill ride. The Thunderbolts, probably, I watched a video on this, this is my original thought, probably versing the Young Avengers, which will be fucking awesome. So that gives me very much excitement. Nobody confirmed that, but that would make sense. And um, I'm excited to see Elena again. And then with uh, with phase six, please, Kevin, and please, John, I think John Watts? Yeah, John Watts. Please, you two, do it right. I swear to, I swear to God, I will be so mad. I have faith, because, um, I mean, it's obvious that John Krasinski will be attached in some way. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Um, I'm sure the cast, I'm, I'm like, 100% confident the cast will be announced at D23. That's um, the, the king. Oh, man. I saw the announcement at the panel. Um, and like Kevin did this transition video thing of like. He didn't play the iconic Avengers music, but he played this like epic music, right? And then the Evan Loco showed up, heard everybody like screaming, like, Avengers are back! And then, um, and then the the Kang Dynasty title showed up, which is being directed by uh, the Shang Chi director, which I love that movie. So, yes, please. And that means that uh, Shang Chi will probably play a big role in the new Avengers team. And I, I think Simu Liu. Simu. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, so I'm just gonna say I think he plays <laughs> uh, that character really well. He did the director, I forget his name, but he did great with Shang-Chi. All the cinematography there, like everything's great with that movie. Um, so, so much faith for King Dynasty. And with Secret Wars, yeah, it would be great if the Russo brothers directed Secret Wars, but they don't have to, and it's fine if they don't, and I wonder who will, um, but yeah, with the panel, it like transitioned into Secret Wars, and everybody lost their minds, and I, it was great to see that video and everybody's reaction, but um, 
But yeah, those are in the same fucking year. It's like six months apart. So, um, that is insane. That concludes this episode. Um, this won't last long. And this has been Michael Crates. And bye bye.